0: Welcome to another episode of Growth Talk. We are all faced with countless decisions every day. Some are minor, but others can have lasting impacts for years and sometimes even a lifetime. It has been estimated that we make 35000 in one day. But how do you make the right decision? Do you base it on your emotions or logic? What about stress? How does it affect your decision-making? In this episode, I'm going to go over some helpful tips to help you avoid making bad decisions that could ultimately blow up your life. So welcome to the Growth Talk podcast where we discuss business growth strategies, personal development, and leadership. The place you come if you want to grow as a person and consider yourself a lifelong student It's where we are learning to be fearless, bold, and relentless in our pursuit of excellence together. Thank you for being here. My name is Adam Gullett. I'm the host. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about ways to make good decisions and why rash ones can lead to disaster. So one of the most important things in life is making decisions, right? When you make a good decision, it can change your whole world for the better and impact others positively as well. The challenge, though, it definitely lies heavily on our own intuition. Because what seems like sound thinking might not be. At all times, being open to learn from other experiences and perspectives will help us navigate this difficult terrain with more certainty than ever before. You know, I don't, the advice I would start off with this. I would never do anything that will blow up your life. In other words, if the decision is rash and it can blow up your life in a very negative way, don't do it. Take time before making any rash decisions, especially when it comes to like money, family, investments, and even morally and emotionally. In this episode, I will talk about a couple decisions I personally made that also led to a very stressful time in my and my family's life, and also another one that was one of the best decisions I ever made. I will talk about how each one has been beneficial for my life. I will then also give you 10 tips to, make, to help you in making better decisions in life, business, money, and relationships. Let's start off with my story. So when I was younger and I was getting into business and I was full of excitement, I had the biggest problem always saying yes to everything, right? I basically started a business, fitness business, and I was a trainer and I took on every single client I could get. I worked every hour I could get. And I never said no. I just constantly worked. Then another opportunity came up for to be involved in another business. I took it. I didn't say, no, I took that position and I took that job. I then had another idea for another business and I did that business before you knew it. Before I knew it, I had three or four companies that I was managing and had people constantly needing more and more from me. So you can only imagine the emotionally draining life that I was living, but it came because I was desperate for income. I was desperate for ways to provide for my family. And I thought I was doing what was best for myself as well that was going to challenge me to grow the most. And, and it did. I, I have to say I, I learned a lot in most of these failures because of that. I mean, it led me to you know, basically being a co-owner of a, a real estate company, uh, doing auctions, have, being involved in a magazine, having a co-working space, having a coffee shop, having a fitness training company. I mean, you name it, I had my hands in almost everything. You know, but constantly saying yes and making decisions based on the circumstances I found myself in in desperation of needing more. You can imagine the toll that it began to take on my life. So, it 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 left me in a position where I couldn't focus. I I was I was stretched way too thin. My family was suffering. Uh, My emotions were suffering. I was, I mean, it was, there there was no focus or clarity at all. Um, And the stress began to work so hard on me that I basically shut down. And I couldn't even function anymore. And And it all came from, making rash decisions, not really listening to my wife, not really listening to the environments I found myself in, and simply not saying no. I just said yes. And I began to take control back of my life, and I slowly began to adjust and eliminate these businesses that I said yes to that really I shouldn't have said yes to. And I I affected so many other people because I was that yes guy. I thought I was helping people and doing the right thing, but in the end, I even... Hurt the people around me because of that that yes mentality, but it was simply a, a a thought process because I needed I needed money I needed to figure out a way to survive and th- those decisions were definitely rash, but the moment I began to say no and I began to adjust uh, my life in general to. Uh, being more simple and more focused. I began to set standards for my life to live by. And, you know, the moment I began to take um, initiative in my life and the decisions I was making for my life, and I took personal responsibility for those decisions, is when I truly began to see results. And the beginning of my focus, clarity, and purpose really began restructuring around the friends that I associated with, directing things to my, to my family, And, and it ultimately, once I began to get my life in order and I began to make better decisions, things started to fall into place. I took a position with century 21 that gave me a great mentor, which is my boss, which is a phenomenal environment for growth and for strength and for, you know, equipping me, you know, and I have to say, I wouldn't be where I am for sure. If I hadn't made the bad decisions and had that experience, but I also didn't need to go through some of those bad experiences to get to where I am. It came because of bad decisions. So whenever you have too much on your plate, you you can't make good decisions. There's too much clouding that. And so you don't even see the opportunity that is around you because you're so much involved in everything you have to do that you're just spinning this wheel. And it's because of decisions. It's all because of decisions. And you have to take charge. You you have to begin to be honest with yourself and see that you need to make changes and you've got to get better at making decisions. So here are a few things that I began to do that helped me correct these situations. And this also helped me to avoid doing them all again, because it's easy to fall into that trap, especially if you're an entrepreneur. It's very, very easy to see a great idea or you're an idea person. You have another idea and you lose focus, but you've got to put some guardrails in there that help you to stay focused and make good decisions. You've got to have some of those things in there. And here's what I began to do. Number one, I asked for feedback from other people and I found a mentor. I realized that I had a problem That I wasn't capable of bettering myself without surrounding myself with others that are better than me. So I began to be vulnerable and I began to ask people for help and for feedback. And then I found somebody that has walked the trenches, that has grown a business, that manages work life balance very well. And I used that person as my mentor. And I listened and I learned and I adapted and I changed. Um, so I, w- I highly encourage you guys, if, you're, if you find yourself making bad decisions and, it, and you're stressed and you're overwhelmed, be vulnerable with not just everybody, but key people that will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, and find somebody that is a mentor that has been through the trenches, that has been where you are and is there to help you and gravitate to them and ask them everything you can and soak up their knowledge and their wisdom. Number two, I began to read books and blogs about how others have succeeded in the areas I was weak in or needed to improve on. You know, everything that you're going through, all of the challenges and all the decisions you have to make, you can learn from other people that have been there through books. You know, it, it, it's been said that there has been, there are leaders that don't read and there's leaders that do read. But great leaders always read and I don't know of a of a, of a of a great leader that did not read. I don't know one because they realize that the knowledge of other people is more valuable than their own pride and knowledge. And the only way you can gain and, and learn from others and and, and I, I I say reading because you can obviously you can watch YouTube and all that kind of stuff, but there is something about sitting down with a book with the words in front of you that makes it a whole lot easier to retain what you're reading and what you're listening to. There's a practice there. And there's also a a mindset that begins to happen as well that it, it strengthens your mind because you can recall what you're reading better and you become a stronger person by doing so. So I encourage you guys, if you're weak in certain areas, seek out people and read in those areas that you're weak in. Number three, I began working on developing relationships with others that are stronger than me that I could be challenged by. Now, this kind of relates to number one, but in one different way, is this is closer people. This is friends. These are people I would associate with. Maybe I wasn't necessarily asking them point-blank questions like I would my mentor about certain situations I find myself in, but these are people that are strong, that can get a lot done, that are good people that you want to be associated with, people that are going to elevate who you are, right? not tear you down. These are the people that you say, wow, they've got a good life. I want to have something similar in my life. And you surround yourself with people like that. Again, these are not people that you're just sitting there saying, hey, i I got this business financial issue i got, or I've got this business decision I've got to make. No, these are close friends that, that you are walking in fellowship with on a daily basis, you call, text, hang out with, and every time you're around them, you're just excited to see them. That's these people, because you're going to become like the people you associate with. So look at your friends that you have now. Are these friends that are actually people that you want to be like? Are these people that you strive to be like? Because if not, you need to surround yourself with the people that are. That's how you will become a great leader and will help in decision-making. Number four, I studied the Bible, and I worked hard at applying its principles. There is wisdom and knowledge in the Word of God, especially in Proverbs for everyday life, right? Right? You know, I took a proverb every single day, every single chapter, there's, there's 31, you can read one a day, and there is so much wisdom inside of the Bible. And I began to study that, I took notes on that, I digested that, and I made it part of my life, and I worked it into my work-life balance. And these are the things that, you know, saying yes all the time led me down a road of stress, and worn out, not lack of focus and clarity, and led from one bad decision to the next bad decision to the next bad decision. And I had no foundation to help me bring it all together until I was real with myself and realizing that I was flawed and I needed help. And I began to implement these four things. I asked for feedback from others, I found a mentor, I read books and blogs, I began working and developing relationships with other people around me that I wanted to be like, and I studied the Bible. I studied his principles and I applied them. So that's my story. That's how I began to develop myself and realize that decision-making, making good decisions comes from a position of clarity and focus. If you're desperate, if you're worn out, if you're stressed, it's very, very hard to make good decisions and see opportunity around you because you're too much in the moment. You can't see what's going on around you. So now let me give you, we're gonna transition now into 10 tips to making better decisions in life, business, money, and relationships. Here we go. So here's the 10 tips to making better decisions in life, business, money, and relationships that I have just written down, written down for myself. Um, and I had this posted in my journal, at the very front page, because when you're journaling, typically you're assessing the day and how it went, right? And typically the way days go is based off of decisions that you have made. So when I'm journaling and I'm writing down what my day had, I can reflect back onto these 10 things and just reflect on my day. So do the same if you if you are a journaler. If not, open up your app on your phone that's for note-taking and record these. They're helpful. So here they are. Number one, ask yourself this. What will this decision do for me. How is it going to affect me? Is it going to help me? Is it going to hurt me? So, number one, ask yourself, what would this decision do for me? Number two, don't make decisions when you're tired or emotional about a particular situation. It's the worst time to make a decision. Decisions, decisions can wait. Let them wait. Let them simmer. Take your time to process them. Go back to kind of my list on what I do to surround myself with people and mentors, go talk to people. Avoid making the same mistakes. Number three is avoid making the same mistakes over and over again. Again, why I like journaling and writing that I can look and see if there's a trend developing. Am I making the same mistakes over and over and over again? And you want to notice when those are because that is a weakness inside of you that needs to be addressed. And that is a direct correlation to being able to make good sound decisions. Number four, spend time with people who care about your well-being. When I'm journaling, I look back and I see what I, who I went and what I, what I experienced, if I was stressed, whatever, and I can look back and say, did I spend time with people who care about me and my well-being? Have I been doing that? Because when I'm around those people, I'm excited to be there. It lifts my mood, my emotions, and everything, which gives clarity, gives focus, gives purpose, and helps making decisions. Number five is the very simple fact of keep a journal of your thoughts and feelings to help you make better decisions in the future. That's what I'm talking about. Write down how you feel about a certain situation in a day. Journal it. Journal your decisions that you made. Number six, take risks if they seem worth it to you, but know that there are always consequences for every decision we make. We have to be okay with taking some risks. This is not about risk aversion. This is about assessing the risk to make as good a decision as you can in the moment. I write down risky decisions that I made that day in my journal as well. If there was something I had to make a really strong decision, I'll journal it and then I'll assess it over time. Number seven, make sure your goals align with what's important to you before taking any action on them. It is very easy As a leader and entrepreneur, to have ideas, set goals, and try to strive for those. At the same time, it's easy to get so carried away in those things that it pulls you away from previous goals that you have set for yourself. So you need to have your goals written down, and you've got to make sure that what you are writing and the goals that you have set, the new goals, still align with your previous goals you wanted to set because you at some point wrote those down, thought those were important. Number eight, understand that money is just one part of happiness. Don't let it define who you are as a person or the way you live your life. In the very beginning of my life, when I was getting into business, money was my factor that motivated me to say yes all the time. I was desperate and needed income. That is only one aspect one aspect of your life. It is a byproduct of the work that you do, but it is not what life is about. So do not let it define who you are as a person or the way you live your life. Number nine, learn to forgive others when they've wronged you because holding on to anger will only hurt you more than anyone else in the end. It doesn't hurt them. It hurts you. In my journal, if I'm upset with somebody and I'm I'm struggling with that in the day, I'll write that down as a way to let it go. We have to walk in forgiveness. That will bring clarity and focus as well. Walk in forgiveness. We're commanded to forgive one another because we have been forgiven. Number 10, think about what your family would want before making a big life change Or what effect would this decision have on your family? The family is very, very important. When you're making a life decision, especially a big one, it's going to affect your immediate family and a lot of people around you. You need to be aware of that and be cautious of that and correct things and make decisions based off of that. I hope this found this helpful. So summary, ask yourself, what will this decision do for me? Don't make decisions when you're tired or emotional about a particular situation. Avoid making the same mistakes over and over again. Spend time with people who care about your well-being. Keep a journal of your thoughts and feelings to help you make better decisions in the future. Take risks if they seem worth it to you. But know that there are always consequences for every decision we make. Seven, make sure your goals align with what's important to you before taking any action on them. Eight, understand that money is just one part of happiness and don't let it define who you are as a person or the way you live your life. Nine, learn to forgive others when they've wronged you because holding onto anger will only hurt you more than anyone else in the end. It will not hurt them. Number 10, think about what your family would want before making a big life change or what effect would this decision have on your family. So to wrap this thing up, and here's some takeaways of this particular episode. So it's very clear. We have all made bad decisions. I've made plenty of bad bad decisions. And part of bad decisions is the benefit of those is you get to learn something for your life that you can use later, as long as you accept that you are to blame, personal responsibility for the bad decisions you made. We need to set up systems in our lives that can guide us and direct us when we are faced with a decision. Okay, that's what we were talking about, those 10 things. we got to set up some systems in place, right? Like, number one, we want to find a mentor, someone to help hold you accountable. You want to read books on areas that you know that you need to improve on. Uh, Many others have gone before us, right? They have tons of wisdom, and that can be found in the pages of books. Learn from those people. Number three, we can find true friends and build true relationships so we can walk together with others. They know our strengths, they know our weaknesses, and they know our dreams, and we know theirs. And finally, to begin and truly begin to make sound, wise decisions, you need something outside of, your, outside of yourself that speaks truth. Something objective that is grounded outside of your own intuition. Mine is the Bible. The way I see it, no other book has helped society than the scriptures you will find in the Bible. All aspects of life have been laid out for you to apply. And I especially love Proverbs for this particular topic. I read it every single day, one chapter every single day. And like I always do, I always end up with these episodes with quotes from people that are smarter than me in regards to making uh, decisions in this particular topic. Stephen Covey said this, We are the creative force of our life, and through our own decisions rather than our conditions, if we carefully learn to do certain things, we can accomplish those goals. Britney Murphy said, life presents you with so many decisions, a lot of times they're right in front of your face and they're really difficult, but we must make them. Edwin Markham said, choices are the hinges of destiny. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said this, I believe that we are solely responsible for our choices and we have to accept the consequences of every deed. Word and thought throughout our lifetime. Personal responsibility. John C. Maxwell said this, life is a matter of choices and every choice you make makes you. Neil Bortz, the key to accepting responsibility for your life is to accept the fact that your choices, every one of them, are leading you inexorably to either success or failure, however you define those terms. Robert T. Kiyosaki, you and only you are responsible for your life choices and decisions. Roy Disney, it is not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. Graham Brown said, life is about choices. Some we regret, some we're proud of, some will haunt us forever. The message, we are what we choose to be. So we are all faced with decisions every day. Some that we are faced with could blow up our lives in a very negative way. We need to be vigilant in our decision-making and apply logic, reason, and wisdom. We should also never make rash ones and think through the effects that the decisions we make and how they will affect our family and those we lead. Learn from others. Surround yourself with those who have proven themselves as good, wise decision-makers so you can learn what is right or wrong when it comes to certain ways of thinking about things. Remember, be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growth Talk. If you have a question or comment you would like to share, please email them to askadamtoday at gmail.com. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing to Growth Talk and leave us a review. And remember to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence. I will see you next time. Have a great week.